It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, uh, I got to tell you really quick uh, before we go on to anything else about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I've I've been telling you guys about him for several weeks now. Brian and I both have. uh, We love seeing you guys send us those photos on social media of you guys hanging out out there, uh, enjoying a cold beer, enjoying some wings or a burger or whatever else. Uh, It warms our heart, and I know it warms Boomer Jack's heart. Uh, We're glad that you guys are enjoying it as much as we do. I keep telling you guys specifically about Tuesdays and Wednesdays because Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings, but they've got great deals the rest of the week as well. Drink specials starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer, and it is the coldest beer anywhere around. And it's just the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a happy hour spot for you and your coworkers. Boomer Jacks is perfect for that. If you're looking for a nice dinner spot for the family somewhere to unwind, it's a great spot too. My kids love the tableside s'mores that they bring out there. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, Boomer Jacks, man, wall-to-wall TVs. And I mean that literally. The TVs fill up the walls at Boomer Jacks. You are going to be so glad you went there. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, now we got to take it a little bit negative. I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, we, we got to deal with both sides of the coin. So so what are some of the reasons for optimism that fans can feel good about the the prospects of this team making a Super Bowl run? Uh, the There's always the the uneasiness from this fan base about a one-and-done early exit from the playoffs. So, Brian, as we enter this playoff uh, run or this playoff stretch, where are the areas of this team right now that give you the most pause that say, that's a concern, these are some of the things that may kill you and may cause you to be one and done yeah the the big plays the chunk plays on defense you know you we saw how quickly Philadelphia was able to move down the field once they got the ball back in that last two minutes of that game right now Dallas got a stop and Philadelphia did you a favor by spiking the ball on uh by spiking the ball on first down and trying to save a timeout they did down they cost themselves a down. They absolutely did. So to me, I just worry about the chunk plays. And, you know, are you going to get defensive holding? Are you going to get a pass interference? You know, they, they, they're they doing their best to stabilize what's going on at left corner. I, I think it's Nashawn Wright at left corner. I th- I don't, I'm not putting Joseph back out there. I'm, I'm going to ride with, you know, your really playoff existence is riding with a corner that's doing his very best. He just needs experience. The problem is the experience is coming in games that are going to be crucial. And that's the thing. Um, The pass rush, if the pass rush was consistently getting home, I would say that having Nashawn Wright out there is is an okay option. But teams have kind of figured out, we're going to double move you. You're not going to get your rush home. And we're going to try and find ways to pick on you. And I, I that's the chunk plays, the the screens for 18 yards, you know, the the double move passes for 50 yards down the field, like in the Philadelphia game. 
you know, those are the things that scare me about this this team going forward because I don't know how they lim- they're going to limit the chunk plays unless they get things going again with their pass rush. What's the what's the best opportunity to fix the pass rush? Uh, it's negative plays. It's it's, it's negative. Yeah, it's negative plays. It's, here's here's one of the things that I think I, I was listening to G Bag Nation uh, the other day, and I heard uh, you know Eric Chiafalo ask you a similar sort of question where it's like, okay, but but if they're doing something to combat your rush, what do you do to do to you know what are they giving yeah. up in that? And it's like that's the tough thing is the thing they're doing to combat the rush is just get the ball out quicker. They're getting the ball out quicker, and, yeah. and they're, yeah. they're not giving up a ton there. I guess they're giving up you know the development of being able to push the yeah. ball downfield. But if they hit you with that short game long enough you do some then you're going to be able to eventually take advantage of some of the stuff downfield so what's the response to that is it just do do they need to consider more just aggressive blitzing yeah they do the idea is to get home before you get the ball out or at least get in the throwing lanes and go up and try and deflect balls you know we saw what they did against the titans slot blitz safety blitz you know i think they were definitely looking at some ideas for what they're going to need to go forward. That that game was a little bit of a tester game because you have a quarterback that hasn't played a long time in the system. And we'll probably see it this weekend against the commanders. Yeah. That that with Howell at quarterback, you know, how quickly can he read blitzes? And so if you're Dan Quinn, you know, you could take this opportunity to look at slot blitz, safety blitz, combination safety linebacker blitz. You know, you you could you could have a couple of those dialed up and have those ready for okay, this did well for us at the end of the season. Now we're gonna see them in a playoff game. Um they when the Cowboys create negative plays, and I mean negative plays, getting penalties against the offense is a negative play. If uh, creating a holding call, creating a motion call creating something that puts the team moves the team back when the Cowboys get you like in second and 16 third and 15 third and 14 third and like that that pass rush could get home that I mean it's tough you know because there's they it takes away a lot of the options so maybe the screens run but the ball's got to go down the field and so when you when the ball has to go down the field you can't throw it as quickly so that's kind of where they're at right now for the longer they make teams have to go to travel to get the first, that puts the ball in the quarterback's hands longer. And because those routes don't develop quickly, especially when they're downfield. Obviously, you are giving up, you know, some some gap integrity when you're running a lot of twists and stuff like that. But that was the way that they were getting home and something that they lost. So you generally, in order to have you know, one thing or, or approach things one way, you're going to lose something or, or you're going to be a little more vulnerable in one thing. So recognizing that this would be a vulnerability, uh, we haven't seen a lot of this from Dan Quinn, but is there an argument to be made or, or would you at least test out this weekend uh, in preparation to see if this helps? Would you test out more zero, like cover zero press and just, uh, or do you just not trust your corners enough to be without that safety help and press? Yeah, you could probably do it against Howell again this week, and he probably hasn't seen a whole heck of a lot of that. Uh, but, yeah, you could test it. Uh, your This quarterback uh, can run a little bit. He could scramble. He's got the RPO game. Uh, they did it at North Carolina. 
I would I would test because you're likely going to play Tampa, whose quarterback doesn't run at all. Mm-hmm. So so you could test some zero blitz stuff and see how it looks covering the command. Commander's got three receivers and a tight end that can actually catch. They've got some. They've got some good players. So to me, I I kind of feel like though that if you could cover up and go zero blitz, that that could help you in the long run. Now again, you're you're not going to play a running quarterback with Tom Brady. There there are plenty of times you can look at some film this year, and I've seen enough of Tampa's games. Cincinnati was a great example of bringing pressure on him in that game. And he couldn't handle, they couldn't handle the pressure. They couldn't get the ball out fast enough. Yeah. You know, they had a lot of turnovers in that game too. So I, I, at least round one, you're not playing against probably a threat at running quarterback. You know, well, if it's Rodgers, then I retract everything I just said <laughs> because he's going to be able to run with the football. But Tom yeah. Brady, Tom Brady's not going to run with the football. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you look at some, you know, we, we're obviously putting a lot of concern on on the defense specifically here right now. Where are some areas? Geez, Brian, uh, where are some areas of the uh, the offense that concern you that you think could impact them in being a one and done? Is it is it more than just the turnovers, or is that just the thing you got to worry about? Is the turnovers? Yeah. By the way, bless you on the sneeze. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the turnovers are the biggest concern. I think that they're really doing a great job on third down conversions they you know they they haven't run the ball particularly well the last two weeks and they put themselves behind the chains and they've been able to convert third downs which I think is pretty impressive in itself if you eliminated Dak Prescott's interceptions we would be talking about Dak Prescott having a remarkable year at quarterback we'd be talking about him as like my gosh there's nobody in the league I mean we, we we've talked about well we don't talk about Trevor Lawrence. What happened when Trevor Lawrence started eliminate the the interceptions that he had earlier in the year? Jacksonville in their division. <laughs> Jacksonville started winning games and the possibility of winning their division. Absolutely. See, that's and then we talk about wow, look what an incredible second half of the season for Trevor Lawrence. We could be saying the same thing about Dak Prescott. The things that ner- make me the nervous the most: two things: the turnovers from Dak or the offense in general, and then the continuity at right tackle and right guard in the running game. Those are concerns for me because I don't feel it's very clean right now. They're going to have to find a way to run the football better and more consistently, and they're going to have to block the fronts better that they're about to play. But I need to see better continuity between the right tackle and the right guard, those two Hall of Fame players over there. When you look at one of my concerns as we head into the playoffs is some of the stubbornness, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but some some of the stubbornness on the and the ineffectiveness of the early down runs. 
And then they've been good at throwing the ball on third down, but you're putting your your team in some bad positions. Yeah. Um, but they're picking them up, which is fascinating. Yes, which is which is great. I just yeah. I, I you, you obviously just don't want to you know necessarily <laughs> bank on that continuing for forever. Um, do you do you have trust in Kellen Moore to put them in in more favorable positions early on and downs? No. <laughs> just that easy. No. Is that a concern then for a one and done? If you're putting your team sure. in, in playoff games sure. in third and seven consistently. Yeah, you're gonna play teams that are probably better on third down defense. You know, that's 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 a fact. You know, I mean you're in the playoffs probably because your defense has done a pretty good job during the year, whether you're a third down defense, red zone defense, create turnover defense, whatever you are. Yeah, is it are the Cowboys getting away with it right now? There's two things they're getting away up with. They're getting away with Dak's interceptions and the or the team's interceptions. And Some turnovers. of them are definitely Dak's, yeah. Yeah. The teams the team's turnovers, they're they're getting away with that. And they're getting away with getting put in bad down and distance situations and converting third downs. And you wonder if that's sustainable throughout uh through the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see. If they if they keep not being able to run the football. Then, you know, but you asked me the question about Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore is going to be committed to running the football because I believe the head coach wants to try and run the ball, whether that's for one yards, two yards, or three yards. At least right now, they're they're more interested in trying to make it, you know, uh, they're they're sure everybody wants it second and one or two, but they're the reality of life for them right now, it's second and eight a lot of times. Or it's second and nine, you know? But they yeah. played against two teams back-to-back that didn't want you to run the football. And this team you're about to play this weekend with the Commanders, they're not going to want you to run the football either. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.